Hey guys, in this episode of Black and Behind the Scene, we're discussing the live-action Barney movie as well as Zoe Kravitz being played as Catwoman. And in the spotlight, we're going to honor Felicia Pride, screenwriter, author, overall badass black woman with her new deal with Universal Pictures and Will Packard Productions. And in spoiler alert, we're giving you Dion and Dion. First with <laughs> Netflix's Raising Dion and Dion Cole's special comedy special on Netflix. So stay tuned. Yes, Black and Behind the Scenes is up next. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Black and Behind the Scenes. I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. Hey Brittany, what's going on, girl? How you been? Good. Um, it was a lot to get over here today because mm-hmm. of the um World Series game. You guys, um, if you are not aware, we are based in D.C. Yes. And the Nats are in the World Series. Mm-hmm. And the studio is near the stadium. So there was a lot of traffic trying to get over here today. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had a lot to do. And um, I'm a little frazzled. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I'm here. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to talk about what's going on in the world yes. of entertainment. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Not too bad. Um, like I said um, before, guys, I was getting over a cold. So I'm finally officially over it and I feel so much better. That's and, good. Um, I'm wrapping, you know, uh, scarves around my neck when I'm walking out the house now. So it's cold sure enough. I'm, yeah, Jeez. I know. My trainer is just like, it's not that cold. I'm like, whatever, dude. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> gloves and boots. I'm like, oh, I can't take the cold weather. So, I know. Yeah. I, I was saying this past weekend, I was trying to avoid bringing out my boots. Oh, oh. no. I got to put them things on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a game out here. And I, again, I don't like to be sick, so. I feel you. Anyway, guys, let's jump into the industry rundown. Films is partnering with Get Out star Daniel Kaluuya to produce a live-action Barney movie. And I'm super excited. I just don't understand why, though. Because, <laughs> like, really, no one... Who is checking for Barney? I don't understand why they're saying it's a live-action. Barney is already live-action. True. It's not an animation. True. So, there's that. That's the one. Mm-hmm. The two. Who is checking for Barney? It doesn't air anymore. No. So who is this movie for? So adults or kids? Okay, so I think it's for adults who have kids. So the mm-hmm. age genre who grew up with Barney, who have kids now, and say, "Hey guys, let's go watch Barney." I saw him when I was a kid, and no, I sorry. loved it. I think it's adorable. I think it's great, and I also think that if the movie does well, I can see the series coming back to a streaming platform service for kids. Quite possibly. I mean, I would much prefer that this be the case, mm-hmm. not that we make this a whole movie in the movie theaters, uh, and yeah. rather just a reemergence of Barney. I am not gonna say that I didn't watch Barney when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I very much did. You know, it came out a little bit. Um, when I was older, but I had a younger brother and he was oh, definitely into Barney. Okay, so yeah. I watched it with him, but <sighs> child, please, I'm no. not going to go see this. I'm not here for it. I don't understand it. It makes no sense. Finish <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, 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 <laughs> come on. No. I mean, we can, we can do other things with our time, Daniel. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yo. Well, tell us how you really feel, Brittany. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, come on now. <laughs> Come on. Oh, 
Okay, guys. Um, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Oscar winner um, Forrest Whitaker and Marlon Wayans have joined Jennifer Hudson in the MGM's Aretha Franklin biopic, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. The movie will follow the Queen of Soul during her rise to fame in the 60s and 70s and chronicles her abusive marriage. Hudson, of course, will play Aretha Franklin. And Forrest Whitaker will play Franklin's father, a Baptist minister and popular preacher who was unfaithful to his wife. Marlon Wayans will play Ted White, Franklin's first husband, whom she married when she was 19 and who was abusive. So the the movie is going to be basically about how she came up under oppressive patriarchy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she much. thrived she and thrived survived through it, you know? through it all. It's um, kind of, um, yeah. I mean, this is pretty dope. I think they got some good people at mm-hmm. the helm of this. Absolutely. I am not excited to hear Jennifer Hudson's name attached to this because, you know, no tea, no shade. Mm, she is see. not a great actress. Mm. Yeah. I'm not even going to say great. She's not a good actress. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> Did you see that movie with her and Tyrese? What was it called? Like a uh, girl with you know Angela you, Bassett. I think Angela and, was in um, it. It was like a Forest Sing Noel. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> Sing Noel. Yeah. What was that musical thing going on? I don't what remember, but we could have left that at the back door. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> why? She's just not a good actress. The mm-hmm. she does have her Oscar for um, Dream Girls. Yes, she her does. portrayal of Effie was decent mm-hmm. i think a singer for playing her. a singer exactly yeah and she may that's do not, well that's not the same yeah. in this movie but mm-hmm. i would much rather have a great actress and then the singing or the dub be over the whatever mm-hmm. than to have a bad actress <laughs> and great singing because all that. she do is holler true 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 I, mean, I agree. I can see that. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, sure. when you when you put it like that, yeah, I agree. Well, we shall see when um this respect comes out. Just don't do a read. Give it wrong. those respects. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got to do a read the right, yeah. and I just I'm not confident that that's gonna happen. So, just quick question. So, if it wasn't Jennifer, who would you think would do a better job, if anyone, Ooh. off the top of your head? And you know, you know and what? that's the problem with critics. Mm. <laughs> okay, you know what? I can say who I don't want into the <laughs> to the cows come on, but who I would want, I don't know. Okay, um, and that is the problem. Okay, well there we have. I, it. I don't. I have no idea. No worries. It's fine. I would have to think on that one. <laughs> Okay. okay, guys, in other casting news, Zoe Kravitz has been um, tapped to play Catwoman in The Batman, which is scheduled to hit theaters June 25th, 2021. It seems oh, so wow. far away, but it's right around the corner. It's scary. 2021? Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my critique with this is just that, well, not really critique, but my opinion about it is um, I never saw Zoe as someone who was energetic enough to play Catwoman. Oh, energetic. Um, yeah, wow. because, okay, from her role in Dope and the other show I watched was Big Little Lies. She's a bohemian, laid-back, hippy-dippy kind of girl. That's the essence of what I've seen all her characters been, at least the two shows that I've seen her in. Yeah, um, pretty much. And so... I can see the sex appeal that she can give Catwoman, but as far as like the energy with the ass kicking and kind of, you know, being a badass, I don't see it for her with well, that. Well, I mean, she she may surprise us. I think mm-hmm. the 
other criticism to go along with that is that people don't see that with um, the guy who's supposed to play Batman. Oh yeah, he's, he's not like a, a little monotone <laughs> kind of look. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh name? God, Robert Pat. Patterson, Pat, Patterson, Patterson, somebody, you know, the guy from Twilight, Twilight, Twilight um, Zone, <laughs> no, Twilight, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you know, he's doing Batman in this new set of um, Batman true. series. And so people mm. aren't checking for that either. Yeah, I didn't think of, so those two together. Oh, God, it might be a train wreck. <sighs> so, so, so the other one, Zazie Beats was also up for the role. Um, she is the actress from Atlanta in Sorry to Bother You. Yeah. And so I could definitely see Zazie doing this for, 110%. For, for sure. You know, I think she'll give us like a, a great Eartha Kitt portrayal mm-hmm. of Catwoman. Um, but we'll see what they do with this. Uh, DC, this is DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. They're sh- struggling, so. We shall see. Hmm. All, right. All right, guys. So um, in technology and kind of an update for you guys, it has been announced that Verizon Wireless will be providing customers who subscribe to their unlimited phone plan service with one year of Disney Plus for free. Yes, this includes me. I'm Ow, so excited. Okay. Nice. Uh-huh. So wh- who do I need to call Verizon? You need to call mm-hmm. Verizon, girl, because um, Disney Plus launches in November, um, yes. right around the corner. I need so to get that login you, ready. Yeah, get your login ready because I know you want to do Disney Plus and you want to see all the good things that it has to come to offer with that. Yes. And um, it's there. And so this is this does not surprise me because, as you all know, um, T-Mobile offers Netflix either um, a lower price or free for their providers, um, oh, okay. phone providers. Sprint offers Hulu. And AT&T offers customers several options, including HBO Now services. So this is this partnership um, is to be expected, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And um, it's going to be more, you know, bundling and packages mm-hmm. like that for customers in the near future. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I mean... Wasn't there already a bundle with Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN? Yes, that Disney's offering. Yes, wow, all those together. Talking about Mm -hmm. that's what you got to do. Listen, I'm on board. I will be calling Verizon this week to 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 ask uh, when does this come in effect? Mm -hmm. And you know what's funny is that I saw the stock prices today. Article saying it went up since this announcement, so people are excited. That's nice. Maybe I should cash in on that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So speaking of Netflix, guys, um, Netflix um, has threatened to crack down on password sharing. So according to Hypebeats, um, during its third quarter earnings, um, Netflix threatened to crack down on password sharing. The streaming giant went on to discuss becoming stricter with the number of users taking advantage of one account. Although Netflix didn't go into specifics as to how it would crack down on password sharing, it is believed that the media company will limit devices signed into one account and or to look at IP addresses. Currently, depending on your subscription tier, Netflix limits the amount of devices streaming simultaneously. The goal of this is to restrict the sharing of the same account to people only from the same household. Moving forward, an even stricter policy could be implemented, which means account sharing with friends will come to an end. Greg Peters, one of the executives on the platform, confirmed that Netflix will soon change its terms of use and was continuing to monitor the situation. If you want to see the full interview from Netflix third quarter earnings, um, their interview is um, on YouTube now. Interesting. You know, as you was reading that story, I wondered 
how many people share Netflix accounts? And I, I do oh, remember seeing something and I didn't click on the story to read more into it. But mm-hmm. that um, for this quarter, their user subscriber had went down a little bit. So I'm wondering if this is in an effort to um, bring in those people who share accounts and right. then they will then be forced to sign up for one mm-hmm. maybe so because the content's good it's there like they have a strong strong set of like year-round content that i'm yeah watching. they constantly push they out have, stuff. yeah they yeah. always have something there for you so original programming anyway mm-hmm. yeah yeah i would i would be um that's all they're gonna have is original programming because no one's allowing anything to go on their platform anymore pretty <laughs> much but okay i'm glad you said that because <laughs> I think Netflix has been able to skate in the past with as far as bringing like good quality mm-hmm. content mm-hmm. because they also had other movies and TV shows from major networks, right? True. Or m- major studios. Mm-hmm. And now that everyone is um, coming up with their own streaming services and they are going to their own platforms, mm-hmm. Netflix almost is exclusively their own content. I mean, pretty much. I would yeah. say probably in the next few years, that would be all that's on Netflix. Oh, for sure. Yeah. People but are snatching their things off of there. Things they gotta come strong with the with the content, and that's just gonna lead me to you know I spoiler alert f- for the day, so I ain't gonna get into it too much. Mm, but yeah, right, um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know if if Netflix is going to continue to be the juggernaut that it is, you can't just pump out you know um, stuff after stuff after stuff, and then it not be good or it be mediocre. It has to be. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there. I'm not saying that there aren't good things on Netflix. There are, uh-huh. but there are also equally a lot of mediocre things oh, on for there sure. as well. Definitely, yeah. So, agreed. Agreed. Mm, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Oh, I can't I wait for a spoiler alert. Get, yeah, mm, girl. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. I'm shady today. Okay. Oh, she up. is on one today, I people. I can't up. wait for spoiler alert. <laughs> On the shade side of the bed. (laughs) Woo! All right, guys. um, Speaking of Netflix, um, it has been reported that Netflix and Ava DuVernay are currently being sued by a police interrogation firm. So according to Variety, the company behind a controversial police integration technique filed a federal lawsuit on Monday, October 14th against Netflix and director Ava DuVernay, claiming that it was defamed in Ava DuVernay's miniseries on the Central Park Five um, jogger case. John E. Reed and Associates developed the Reed technique in the late 1940s, and it's continued um, to offer training materials and courses to law enforcement since then. According to the company, it is the most widely used interrogation method by police agencies worldwide, but critics have alleged that this approach can result in false confessions. Hmm. The suit alleges that the series has damaged the company's reputation and seeks actual and punitive damages. The suit also seeks an injunction barring Netflix from distributing the series in its current form. And now this lawsuit is just a waste of damn time. Hmm. I mean, 
I just don't understand how they are planning to win. Right. I think they just wanted to <clears throat> scream and holler because their feelings are hurt. But no mm-hmm. one specifically named John L. Reed or whatever the no Reed one even knew what law firm. Yeah, uh, we was didn't even know the the damn technique that y'all were using. No. But we, what we do know mm-hmm. is that it is faulty, mm-hmm. and y'all been using that same technique on especially black and brown people since Say the 1940s again. to coerce us into mm-hmm. false confessions and now we calling y'all out and now you want to call defamation mm-hmm. nah bro mm-hmm. nah y'all know that y'all y'all know you ain't right mm-hmm. and so I, I thought about it too like i used to watch the first 48 before i realized and like what the first 48 like how right you know but when you saw them in inter- interrogation rooms and stuff like that those people were confessing to things that they had no business talking about without their lawyers being present and it was mostly you know black and brown people on you know the first 48 and things like that so i mean just seeing that it's just it's horrible right i mean i think they're trying to you know mask it as saying it's a technique it's still coercion mm-hmm. and it's wrong right and stop it yeah exactly. and stop wasting ava and netflix's time with this old dumbass lawsuit mm-hmm. there's nothing's gonna go with it hit dog will holler i swear girl i was just thinking that in my mm, mind just a mess God. but yeah guys that's it for the industry rundown Innovative, creative, overall black excellence. It's time for the spotlight. Hi, you guys, and now it's time for the spotlight. Today, we are honoring Felicia Pride, author and screenwriter. Currently, she has been pegged to write an erotic romance for mm-hmm. Universal Pictures um, titled Deeper. Will Packer is also behind Ooh, okay. this um, project. Felicia is a former entertainer entertainment journalist um and an author she's written several books um and then she made her directorial debut with tinder a short film that she also wrote she's Mm. a staff writer on queen sugar nice um and then she also co-wrote and executive produced a another short called really love that features kofi um Cerebo mm. from Queen Sugar, yeah, Notori Naughton, nice. and Uzo Odubo. Mm. Um, and that movie I'm really interested to see because it follows the life of a starving artist and gentrifying Washington, D.C., who is struggling to find his place in the prestigious art world. Nice. When a young law student unexpe- unexpectedly comes into his life, he must choose between a whirlwind romance or his budding career as a successful painter. Yeah, so I just wanted to highlight her because she's um, she's has had several different roles in the inter- entertainment um, industry. Mm-hmm. One as a journalist, and then also as an author, written several books, as I said, and then as a staff writer on Queen Sugar, and also then parlaying that into directing and producing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm is especially excited to see this erotic romance that she's going to um, helm up with Will Packer. I mean, Will has shown us that he can get a little raunchy with bigger. Oh Um, yeah. That's true. (laughs) True. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited for this and I just wanted to big her up because that was just announced recently. So congratulations Felicia with your deal with Universal Pictures and Will Packer Productions. Um, And we're looking forward to seeing that. Okay, shout out B-more. All right, right next yeah, door. Yeah, she is yes. um, originally from Baltimore. She went yes. to Towson for undergrad. She did. Mm-hmm. So she's a local native. All right, girl. Yep. 
Awesome. So this is so this is um you said Universal, so this is going to be a movie. Yeah. In theaters. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. So bring on the heat, Will. We're ready. <laughs> For real? <laughs> Give me some Zane up in here. Woo! <laughs> Threw it back. Yes, Zane. <laughs> yeah. So again, congratulations to Felicia Pride, our spotlight of the week. Yes, ma'am. Congratulations. you guys it's time for the spoiler alert and today i only have one critique for you i don't want to say critique is it a critique Um, i'm on a roll today (laughs) you you know what and i have another one we're going to talk about too just really quickly that i think people should check out also but go ahead okay you want to go you want me to go first no go first because this is like it's gonna be really short okay so this week um we're earlier in the month um netflix released raising dion and Raising Dion is a um, superhero science fiction web series on Netflix. The story follows a woman named Nicole Reese who mm-hmm. raises her son Dion after the death of her husband, Mark. The normal dramas of raising a son as a single mom are amplified when Dion starts to manifest several magical powers and super superhero like abilities. Nicole must now keep her son's gift a secret with the help of Mark's best friend, Pat. And protect Dion from antagonists out to exploit him while figuring out the origins of his abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular web series is based on a comic written by Dennis Liu. He is also an executive producer of um, the show. And he also directed a couple of episodes, I oh, want to nice. say. Um, so Lou directed a short film based on his comic that he has on his website that I think circulated around um, the time that this movie was announced that Michael B. Jordan was going to be behind the project as well. Um, that showed a, a different set of characters um, mm-hmm. and in a different um, location in the web series. They are in Atlanta, but it looks like the movie Dennis did there maybe in New York. Yeah, New yeah. York. Yeah, the Brownstone. So, mm-hmm. um, so based off of what Lou made himself, a writer named Carol Barbie then then adapted it for the screen, and she's also the showrunner, writer, and director for um, a few episodes. There are nine total episodes. Mm-hmm. All on Netflix currently. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast is played by um, Alicia Wainwright. She plays Nicole. Dion is played by Josiah Young. Mm-hmm. Pat Rollins is played by Jason Ritter, who looks exactly like his father, John oh, Ritter. Okay. You know John Ritter, right? No, ma'am. Who? <laughs> John Ritter from Three's Company. Brittany. No. Who? What? Oh, my gosh. Three's. Let me John. think of something that you would know him from. Is that the old man, the old skeezy man that was on? No, he's nobody old skeezy man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's most notably known for John um, playing Jack Tripper on um, Three's Company. Also, oh, that's his son? 
Sorry, I didn't know yeah. the main character. I love him. Yes, I love. But there was that skeezy other guy on Three's Company. That that old skeezy. Yeah, no, guy. Not, so that's who yeah, I thought no, you were referring him. to. No, oh, the main character. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, okay. so he looks just like his father. He I'm, does. I'm, I'm sorry. He I does. Sorry. Wanted to bring that up. And then Michael Warren is played by um, the father of my future children, Michael B. Jordan. Oh Lord. <laughs> Which I have to say, he looked good in this. In this, yeah. girl, he, first of all, let's So correct. I give him this and I give him Killmonger. That is it. He looked good in everything. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is um, also an executive producer of the project. And his production company, Outliers, um, is also behind this. Nice. Um, so you guys know my rule is to watch the first three episodes to see if I, I like it. I did my homework. I did my homework. If I like it or not. And let me tell y'all. Hated it. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yo. Like, yeah. I watched episodes one through four, and they were so bad. And I couldn't figure out if it was. And let me just say this. Even though Michael B. Jordan is the executive producer of this, mm-hmm. the creator of the comic is white, um, Asian. Um, the writer and showrunner is white. And I'm not trying to say that this should be a black show i'm not trying to say that at all but i just didn't feel like it was authentic at all or believable there's something missing with it right and it's just like and i couldn't tell if that was either because of bad acting or bad writing and then it could be just a great healthy combination of the both like i forced myself to watch all nine episodes and i really didn't watch them as much as they were playing in the background now i will say that after probably episode five or six it does get a little bit better but if you're watching episode one through four especially episode one yeah it's a little it's a little rough guys it's and and so the reason why i thought it was a little off i wanted to give it like it's a good series right Mm -hmm. because i just wanted to say that however the acting drove me nuts and i want them to be (laughs) i was just like it is the acting it is driving and so my thought is okay so your budget went to special effects and michael b jordan uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that that's what because, happened okay i will say this out of all of the things the special effects were not horrible phenomenal i love the milk like when he threw the milk up and it froze mm-hmm. i love that was amazing yeah, I special that effects that... was dope and the fish in the wall that was dope mm-hmm. that was so dope you probably are correct that the budget went straight to oh uh, yeah for sure Shit. i mean because yeah. other than that like oh, child let me tell you so i was like are these actors bad or are they just trying to work with a bad script? Like, I wonder if in the comic, Nicole is supposed to be this fumbling, bumbling. She is so annoying. Mom who can't get it together. Like, is that how she's portrayed in the comic? I cannot stand it. Because in the preview, she didn't seem that way. That little, the one you're referring to that Dennis did. Mm -hmm. She seemed like a very strong together. Dion, get your butt over here right now. Kind of a mother where this one is is passive. She doesn't know what the hell is going on with her son. What he's into as if she, like this kid just appeared in her life and the movie started rolling. (laughs) Right. Like like he was dropped off at the doorstep (laughs) on the morning of and he got the powers also. Child, let me tell you. I was like, where, where are we going with the mom? Like, are we <sighs> supposed to believe that she's 
can't get it together and then she's also strong and a badass it's this fierce mom that's for mm. her son and protecting her son like which mm. one is it right I, I i i don't think she's believable as a mom no like not she, at all to me felt more like a big older sister, sister. yep yeah um, agreed i don't really care about her storyline with dancing who cares that's going nowhere no it's not where the hell did that come from <laughs> why just like for real and then dion now child i hate to talk bad about the baby <laughs> but again talk about being believable and being authentic dion and there were some points where he was acting like he was five years old mm-hmm. and then there were some points where he was acting like an eight-year-old mm-hmm. which is the age he's supposed to be in the show it's like come on boo Right. Let, let, let. I mean, again, the acting was horrible. The storyline in the first three episodes, everything just seemed rushed and jumbled. And then after that, it lagged. Like, mm. I don't think none of the actors did a great job at the discovery of Dion's problem. Oh, for sure. Hell no. Because all of a sudden abilities. it was just like, oh, Dion has special abilities. Oh, cool. I'll be your Yoda. The fuck? It was Do like, you mean? It was like five minutes. They were like, oh, my gosh, he has special powers. Okay, well, let's try to figure out how to hone him. Exactly. Like, can somebody be shocked and um, not believe in this for a second? Mm-hmm. It, it, it was just ludicrous. <laughs> like, that whole scene where they were in the, the boat. boat. Jesus. Gruff. Dion, stop it. Y'all, so Dion <laughs> is in the boat, right? They're fishing. He makes fish come out of the water. Now, at this point, we're in episode one or two. Two. We're in this episode two. two, right? So the mom should be still more frazzled, in my right. opinion, that her child is now showing special abilities. Which they went to the cabin to get the special abilities under control. To get the yeah, to get them under control. Episode two. Episode two. Okay. <laughs> Girl. So then he's in the water. He lifts all the fish out. And then gives them water and then goes crazy Magneto style yeah. and start uprooting trees out of the ground. And then she, they, they they are scared for five minutes and then they go back to the cabin and, and they have dinner. I just don't understand. Yeah. It, it just mm-hmm. is not. And the baby was knocked in the, in the water by the tree. Exactly. And it's like he could have a concussion woman. Why don't you take him to the ER? Can somebody be scared in here? I mean, I just. And then in that same episode. We discovered that there are ghost people in the in the rain and yeah. the storm. The, the people and that scared the shit out of me. Let me tell you, when this little boy said there were ghost rain people, what do you mean? <laughs> right. And so one of the rain ghost people was her husband, and she still was just looking like everything was okay. I'm like, honey, check in. <laughs> What 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 is the director telling you you supposed to be reacting to right now because you it ain't registering to me my emotions of how I feel like you should be doing <laughs> it just ain't making making sense to me not at all not and then at all. like also I hated the music selection like I didn't even notice the music to girl. be honest I really well see I'm only on episode four or three or something did it get but I'm only further? talking about at this point I'm only talking about stuff from episode one through four mm. so like when they were in the car and it was playing that old ass Mary J Blige song oh true what was that drama no more dr- what and the f- this dancery yeah that okay, was a little like, off that's not believable why is this eight and how does alone? he know those words 
Because they damn I don't, don't even, on the radio. I don't even believe that she knows those words. No, you know she wasn't even convincing driving that car. <laughs> exactly. No. And then they played that old ass Alicia Keys song. And I just. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm like, who is. What did I say? The budget went to special effects and Michael B. Jordan. The music was not thought of until afterwards. And then they also had these, and I don't know what to call them, but like, um. Like the supporting music, like um, like little, dun, 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 dun. it's not oh, anything with mm-hmm. lyrics, but that was also I felt like out of place and it made the show seem comical mm, at points in yeah. time. And I'm like, is this show for kids or for adults? Like I couldn't. Quite. They did. They did describe it under um, Netflix title as a family oriented show. Oh, okay. Okay, so okay. maybe well, that's sure. what that kind of. And then in episode three, y'all like. Dion gets into it with one of his classmates and um yeah. he um uses his powers and the boy slams up against the wall, right? Mm-hmm. So the principal didn't see anything but just automatically place a blame on Dion because what we are led to presume is because he's a racist. Um and then they had that weird awkward conversation about race and about how like Dion as a black boy has to be extra careful because he's black and he has superhero abilities. So, you know, you got to really watch yourself and really watch your actions. Girl, that conversation must have went over goddamn Dion's head. Absolutely. And I mean, I was just like, that was pointless to even have that. It was pointless. It was awkward. But honestly, the mother didn't even look like she knew what the hell she was talking about. And if it was a real black mother, she would have really had that conversation with him in in a different kind of way, I just in a different way, yeah, in a different way. I just felt that she didn't know what the hell she was talking about, like, sweetie. And all I could tell when I, when I was watching, I was like, okay, so a black person did not write this scene. Yeah, no. you know, I, I just again, I do not like raising Dion, and I just really hate that for my baby daddy because he <sighs> was really the highlight of the show. And um, maybe that's why he just sees a ghost and he just appears and disappears. But you know, I was just like, I wanted him to come back. <laughs> why to stand against all these bad actors? Some, somebody <laughs> save him. Somebody save him, or at least give me something good to look at. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no. I mean, I really want to. Honestly, I really want to love raising Dion, but I did feel that the acting was horrible. As soon as I watched, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like, I just don't. I'm not. I'm not feeling the characters itself. Girl, from the first 10, 15 minutes, you're like, "What is going on?" So the the actress that I thought would play a great role, if they're going to get a you know this kind of ambiguous kind of looking woman or curly hair um, thing that they're going for Hollywood. Um, I'm going to mispronounce her name, but my homegirl from um that movie her name is Gugu Mathu yeah don't even try it you yeah yeah that Google. you know who I'm talking about yes. um From, her um, beyond the lights beyond the lights yes she would have been perfect she would have been perfect for that role I think she would have been way more convincing as a mother and her acting abilities are superb to be able to play that role and I thought the son could be played by the little boy from daddy daycare although he's a grown ass man now but if he were little he would have knocked that shit out the park <laughs> girl you gonna talk you gonna give like, us somebody who yeah, is a grown ass man at this I point I had to I had to because this little boy wasn't giving it to me but I know that little boy would have sold this now I did like the young girl who played Esperanza. Absolutely, she Sammy. yeah, I like um, that. She was in the wheelchair. She had. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if they say she had spina bifida. 
I, I don't think I don't I don't really know I don't know where I I thought she was I don't cute. know where I pulled that out um but I thought she was also a scene stealer mm-hmm. every time you know should there be a season two nope yeah I don't there I think they're going to do it just because they spent a lot of fucking money on this like I they, think it's because like I want to know the company that did special effects so I really want to know who did, I was looking for it online I can't find it but I might have to send an email to Netflix I really want to know I want to know that was really good like and I want to know what other stuff you guys are doing like what other projects are you guys working on <laughs> so you only watch episodes one through four yeah yeah so I, I did end up watching it like I said all of the episodes um and it, it did get better I, I will say that the end was predictable um but yeah Come on, y'all. So one thing. So did you find it weird that this little relationship with the best friend and her, them going back and forth, oh, she she talked about me? And oh, she, what the hell do you mean did she talk about you? Aren't you her ex, her her deceased husband's best friend? And that's why. Are you trying to push up on her? I also did not want to bring this part up because I was only going to talk about episodes one through four. But in the latter episodes, that kind of comes up. And like, even she makes a comment like, well, he's a good guy, but you know, he's my husband's best friend blah 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 it's like almost like she's entertaining it in the neighbor i don't know if oh yeah okay so like mm -hmm. she's over at the neighbor's house and they have this weird awkward scene where the neighbor is um braiding somebody else's hair (laughs) in her apartment it's just like oh no black person wrote this Mm. you know and so it was in that scene that um She's kind of like, oh, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. He's blah, 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 blah. And then she has this, like, potential love interest at the dance um, studio. But he gets all awkward about it later on and, like, kisses her and, like, professes his love. And she's like, no, but I'm like, but you was kind of in it. It was weird. It's bad writing. And one thing I want to know also is, like, why is everybody pushing up on her to date again where her husband apparently just passed away? First of all, we don't even know that he passed away. All it is said that he disappeared. disappeared. So why would I be trying? I'll be out there still trying to look for my man. Right. And Dion is old enough to still remember his daddy. So that means daddy didn't pass away too long ago. Exactly. But, okay, and that's another fault with this script. At some points, Dion was like, I don't remember him. Where was Dion? Now either you remembered him or you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand where we are going with things. You remembered Michael or you didn't. You remember Michael. You remember Michael. I know Mama remember Michael. That's why she ain't checking for nobody else because she like, damn it, I had a good thing. Oh, her ditzy ass. Oh, my gosh. I had a good thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know, guys. Check it out and see what you think. I don't know. I mean, I was. let me give you one good thing. One special good effects? Thing. The special <laughs> effects was good. I also like the aspect that um, Dion is into science. His oh, father yes, yes, was a scientist. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and so he was really smart um, mm-hmm. and really into like weather, particularly yeah. because his father was as mm-hmm. well. Um, he was studying um, the atmosphere and stuff. I don't I know. But had another word for that. Girl, I was like, girl, what big world are you about to use? I, 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 I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Watch Razor I was Dion. waiting for it. <laughs> 
No, but Michael B. Jordan's character, he um, was a scientist. And mm-hmm. so um, I do like to see, I did like to see the portrayals of um, black men interested mm-hmm. in, t- in science. Absolutely. I love that too. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. one good takeaway. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We need more of that. But we could definitely leave that out at the back door. Absolutely. Um, um, anything else about that's Raising it. What Did you have something else you so, said you wanted to share? No, I'm done with raising Dion, but on topic of Dion, um, Netflix also had a comedy special out currently right now. Um, Dion yes. from Dion Cole. Yes, I watched half of it. Cold hearted. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay, honey. Like I thought it was brilliant. He if you guys Dion Cole is on um well he's from the Conan show. Mm-hmm. He was a writer for the mm-hmm. Conan show for years. Yep. Um, and then he went on to act in Blackish uh-huh. and Star. I forgot the name of the character that he plays on Blackish, but he was on Blackish. But now he has a Netflix special called Cold Hearted um, available now. And I love the special because Dion is smart. Mm-hmm. And I love people who can take, um, you know, just be intelligent with comedy and like give you some real perspectives to it and mix the both. So I think he did a, a great balance of the two. Um, you learn something, you laughed, and then you know it's it's a easy breezy kind of comedy, you know, special. In right, a sense. it's not right. raunchy. Right, and that's what I think I appreciated about his comedy special mm-hmm. was because I feel like a lot of comics are now um, having stand-ups. And being anti-PC just for the sake of, yeah. of you know, clickbait mm-hmm. or, um, you know, just trying to be go viral right. or just to be, you know, nasty for mm-hmm. the sake of being nasty. Um, and his show wasn't like that. No, not at all. It's very, it's very cute. Something to watch on a Friday night or something like that. Um, I think somebody posted it on Facebook. That's what made me check it out. Yeah. Um, so guys, definitely check it out. It's actually really good. He's like I said, he's super smart. It's a funny um, routine. Um, it's currently available on Netflix, so go support. And I will say, when he comes to DC, I'm going to go see him. Yeah, he's so I'm funny. going to check him. He's um, funny. Check him out for sure. Yeah. So. You guys, that's two things on Netflix for you to check out. Dion and Dion. Dion and Dion. One I suggest you do, the other I don't. <laughs> I love it. On, and on that note, uh, we're going to get out of here. Yeah, guys. Um, security just walked past security the damn room. So like, scared the shit out of us. Y'all got to, <laughs> y'all got to get up out of here. Absolutely. Your past your time. Um, so, okay, guys. So that wraps the show. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our show on all major podcast streaming platforms at Black and Behind the Scenes. Yeah, and so if you watch Dion, let us know your thoughts. You can always email us what you think um, at blackandbehindthescenes at gmail.com or hit us up on our social media platforms. We would love to hear your opinions as well. Absolutely, and guys, on our next episode, we have something very special coming for you guys. So you have to tune in and listen because um, you don't want to miss this. So next episode, tune in and listen. Yeah. All right, and until next time, I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. See you later.